Well, I love to, that you use the word curious. When we feel uncomfortable, most of the time, the first thing we want to do is not feel uncomfortable. We just don't want to feel like that anymore. So we push it away or we get busy or we deny it or we do all kinds of things. Or maybe we lash out. And one of the things that I love about that is when we come into an understanding of mm, there's something going on here, mm, something not right. It could be an undercurrent, which is what I feel you were describing, something that yeah. sort of had made itself known to you. You're like, ah, this is familiar. I don't really like this. Or it could be something very overt where we're really genuinely you know, encountering an upsetting or a shocking situation. And we say to ourselves, oh, you know what? I've been here before. This is terrible. So we want to get out of that discomfort. And discomfort is really inviting us to take a look at what's underneath. So if we can be curious, and if we can, as we do in Theta Healing, move into what is at the root of all this discomfort underneath the scenarios that are presenting themselves to us for us to look at, get our attention. If we can do this from the point of view of observer, which we are really able to do when we get into the Theta state, Theta brainwave. Hi, friends, and welcome to season two of the Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker podcast. I am Debbie, your host, and the creator of what I believe is a sacred space in which I have conversations with individuals from all sectors who are dedicated to elevating consciousness around different aspects of life. With a background in ghostwriting and editing books, content development, and medical journalism, as well as many other side jobs, and several years experience working for the international nonprofit called the Kabbalah Center, I bring you enlightening conversations with people whose work, knowledge, energy, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and experience the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. I also desire to share energy and wisdom that I received from my spiritual teacher, Karen Berg, who was the founder and spiritual director of the Kabbalah Center until her passing in 2020. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive what you need to create new possibilities and find greater levels of expansion in your health, relationships, and business. It is my honor to connect with you and be a part of your process. I believe that we are here to support each other on our earthly journey, and I also believe that life's challenges are most effectively tackled from the inside out. Each episode of my show presents another way to do that. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting, and for being with me. I hope you enjoy. I'm here to sit with you and to bring on my friend, Jill Rashka who is a Theta healer and an incredible being who I've had sessions with her and worked with her in the past and taken classes with her. And I'm so excited that she's going to be joining me and we're going to be discussing some of the heavier emotions that we can feel in our lives and the fact that sometimes situations or stories that appear that come to us are actually indicating deeper things that we need to release within ourselves I'm so excited to bring her on so that we can share this dynamic view of life experience with you. We're also going to do a live meditation with Theta Healing Downloads at the end. Hi, Jill. We're so happy you're joining us. Hi. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Can you share a little bit about who you are, how you became a healer? Well, my name is Jill. I am from Toronto. I am talking to you today from Toronto. I started practicing Theta Healing four years ago. I came to know about it very organically. I was talking to an old friend of mine. hadn't been in touch with her for a while. She was telling me how she was doing, and she was telling me that she had had a few Theta Healing sessions and what they had meant to her. But something in me sort of shifted, and I said, what is this? What is this Theta Healing? She said, I can't believe you don't know about this. This is right up your alley. So I investigated, I looked up a few practitioners here where I'm from, I pretty much felt them out, you know, which one feels good to me when I thought of this one, looked at her picture, how does my body feel? Then looked at this one, looked at that picture, how does my body feel? I went with the one that I felt really good, really relaxed with and had the most incredible session. This also happened around the time that I lost, I had suffered a major loss in my life. I lost my brother to his addiction. I was the one that had discovered him. And my conversation with my friend happened just before this discovery. 
before what ended up really being the worst day of my life. And I had made the appointment. And then afterwards, you know, when you're in that state of shock and upset and emotional trauma, you really reel in, you know, to yourself, what, it's just survival. What am I going to do now? How am I going to get through these next steps? It's a lot to do. So I thought to myself, well, should I keep this appointment? And something in me said, yes, go. So I went. It was so healing. I felt so much lighter. I felt so much gratitude. And as I left the office, the practitioner that I was with, she's wonderful. She ended up becoming my teacher. Her name is Ainsley Magno. She was teaching the introductory course to Theta Healing. And I thought, that's it. Wonderful. I'm going to do this. And I have loved every second of it for four years. So I am so grateful for any opportunity to talk about it. It's not a healing modality that's very widely known. And so my aim is really to be able to create more of an understanding and also a level of comfort with it. Um, right. It's really about unblocking old wounds, old pain, and allowing for us to thrive in a very gentle way. Theta healing is very, very gentle, right? Very gentle, yeah. And I love how you said, like, how serendipitous it was that you had reached out. And then, it, like, this just, just the timing of everything. It's a reminder to me that sometimes we feel like we're totally in control, you know, especially we want to be the creator, the co-creator of our lives. Mm -hmm. But at the other hand, you know, we just need to remember that ultimately there's a divine force that's in control. And yes, we want to work with that divine force and we can create things in our life based on our desires, but who is the one who gives us our desires? And what is this force that's orchestrating things on a bigger level? Because I had something similar happen when my when my dad passed, it was like a year and a half before I had read this book by this medium named Bill Phillips. And I said, wow, I want to meet him. I want to talk with him. So I said, okay, I'm going to set up a session, but I'm just interested, obviously, with the cosmic chats. I'm interested in this kind of stuff. So I'd reached out to him and he put me on his wait list. And it was like a year and a half later, a week before when my dad was in the ICU. And basically it was kind of coming to that point. And his assistant reached out and said, we have an appointment for you on August 29th in the afternoon. And this was like on August 21st, that first that he, that he messaged me. And I said, oh my God, medium, psychic medium, no. You know, at, at that point, we were hoping that my dad would have a turnaround. So I said like, no, no. But it ended up being that August 29th in the morning, very early, and I was with him is when he passed. So oh. I just thought it was like, that's so crazy because... There's something much bigger that's at work. And I think the more that we can remember that and be aware of it in our day-to-day -day life, that the creator, that the universe is working on my behalf, is working in my life, mm -hmm. it can really be a source of a lot of strength and a lot of certainty, you know, especially as we're dealing with situations that bring up feelings like we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. And I would add also that it, it helps us to feel some safety. You know, sometimes in this world, I mean, things seem to be really random and chaotic and, you know, helping to see and feel that there is, as you said, this greater force at work that really has our best interests yeah. in mind at heart. Yes. That just feels really good on a daily basis, doesn't it? Definitely. So what we were talking about and what I wanted to discuss is that something that I found recently is, you know, situations will happen that make us uncomfortable, right? So the minute we become uncomfortable in our lives is the minute that it's calling that there's something that's being indicated. At least this is what I've learned in Theta Healing. There's a belief system. There's something that needs to be shifted. For example, last week I was feeling like this common stress that I felt before. And I said, you know what? I know this stress. There's some belief or some feeling that I'm having that I need some conditioning that I need to fulfill society's standards about this, that, and the other thing. And it's causing me a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. It's causing me this feeling that I can recognize. It's not necessarily like the stress, maybe that normal feeling of stress. It's just like a subtle feeling that I know with myself. Oh, now this is the feeling of me trying to meet up to somebody else's standards of what I should be doing for my life. And when I'm in that place, I feel disempowered. Right. And I also feel like this kind of tension. So I said, oh, this is a familiar one. So I sat down with myself. I went through and, and got curious about the feeling. I said, well, what is really going on here? And I was feeling, oh, you know, kind of some familiar feelings that I've been feeling recently about needing to be in a certain place in my life in order to feel worthy or feel like I'm doing what I need to do. To fit into life, I think I'm hearing too, like to yeah. fit into life, right? Yeah. yeah. 
I just wanted to touch on this a little bit because I think it can be helpful for people to just gain a little bit of awareness about situations that you may be dealing with or, you know, and just how to take it inside and kind of explore and use it as an opportunity to get to know ourselves better. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I love that you use the word curious. When we feel uncomfortable, most of the time, the first thing we want to do is not feel uncomfortable. We just don't want to feel like that anymore. So we push it away or we get busy or we deny it or we do all kinds of things. Or maybe we lash out. And one of the things that I love about that is when we come into an understanding of mm, there's something going on here, mm, something not right. It could be an undercurrent, which is what I feel you were describing, something that yeah. sort of had made itself known to you. You're like, ah, oh, this is familiar. I don't really like this. Or it could be something very overt where we're really genuinely you know, encountering an upsetting or a shocking situation. And we say to ourselves, mm, you know what? I've been here before. This is terrible. So we want to get out of that discomfort. And discomfort is really inviting us to take a look at what's underneath. So if we can be curious, and if we can, as we do in Theta Healing, move into what is at the root of all this discomfort, underneath the scenarios that are presenting themselves to us for us to look at, get our attention. If we can do this from the point of view of observer, which we are really able to do when we get into the Theta state, Theta brainwave, So it's called theta healing, really, because we get into this deep state of meditation where we actually achieve the theta brainwave state, yes? And so from there, we can be the observer. We don't have these feelings of, oh, what is going on here? Oh, I feel really uncomfortable. It's more, I'm curious. Let me get to the bottom of this, and I'm safe, and I can take a good look at this as I'm being guided by my practitioner, for example. We can do this work together, and one of the things I love about it so much is that it's work that we do together, it is very much co-creation, isn't it? Yeah. And I guess you and I really connected, but the sessions that I've done with you have been so powerful. And yeah, I love what you said that you kind of go above, like the way that I, the way that I've envisioned it is like you go up into this theta state through the meditation, which we're going to do at the end. So everybody can go there and experience it. And from that place, I'm like, oh, wow. You kind of look down on Debbie and I'm like, oh, she's attached to this belief that I need to be here in my life. And oh, she's got these attachments. You really get perspectives when you're in that state that you don't usually get. And I'm so surprised when I go up there because sometimes I think it's one thing that I go into a theta state and I really open myself to say like, what is this? There's a certain amount of certainty that you have that you believe that the universe, that this divine energy, that this creator of all that is is pure love and really wants to help us and is not against me. I mean, that's another belief that I've really had to pull and right. work on beliefs around, you know, what is creator. Right. But when I, when I go there and I'm really open, it's sometimes I get perspectives that I would not have even imagined. I'm like, oh, right. well, that makes a lot of sense. And then if you yeah. take it back further, oftentimes you get other insights, right? I've done with you where you said you know, when is the first time you felt that? And I just would immediately get a vision of being a, a, a young child, you know, dealing with a certain situation. I say, oh, yes. So this feeling state that I'm feeling is a familiar feeling state. I've had it before. So let's get into the feeling state and from there do the healing. And then I see the things in my life really shift. Absolutely. And, you know, getting into that familiarity, as you talked about, it's so interesting because so often you know, what we're familiar with isn't necessarily good for us. You know, it just means we've experienced it before and it's almost become like a default. So, you know, we're going to move on to talking about feelings and emotions like shame and and fear, regret a little bit later. So these are things that all human beings experience. And sometimes, depending on our life experiences, we will go default back to, oh my gosh, you know, I feel ashamed, I feel ashamed. And why? And then we get all discombobulated, right? So here, being able to understand that what's familiar for us may not actually be healthy for us, and pulling that, understanding where it took seed, where it germinated, what was the situation that we were in. What's so interesting is that when we go there into the theta state, which is the bridge to the unconscious, the subconscious, these answers come up right away. When was the first time this happened? Well, it was here. And very often, you know, the person that we're working with will be like, oh, wow, I I just knew that right away. Well, it's a part of you. It's in you. It's informing you. And then from that place of relaxation and being the observer, we can actually go there, visit it, be with it, but from a point of view of safety, right? And we can get right into it and have those revelations, have those moments of, oh my gosh, this finally makes sense to me. 
This yeah. finally makes sense. Okay. And release. Yeah. And absolutely release. And I love how, you know, once we get to that deep understanding, getting past the fear, right? Getting past, let's say, the shame, understanding why the shame got created. Being able to release that because we don't need it anymore. We don't right. need it. Well, if it does come up again, being able to be aware of it. I've spent a good amount of my life kind of like a little bit masochistic. And, <laughs> you know, I was about a year and a half ago that I was actually going to a nail salon and I opened up their website. And for some reason, they had this odd blog and it was talking about a personality disorder. And I read it. And it was like very matching up with what I'd been going through in my life, which mm. were things that I needed to release, which was not being able to take praise, not being able to feel good in my life, not being able to give myself like a pat on the back, not being able to receive accomplishment or receive positive things. Because I had some belief systems that in order to be spiritual or in order to be pure, I needed to kind of, like, kind of constantly take this, this pain. You know, in right. some way or the other, I'm not saying that I have a personality disorder. It definitely goes back to childhood things. And I've done a lot of healing this last year on that, that need. And if I find myself slipping back there, I'm like, okay, wait a second. Let's pause here. Let's look at this a little bit deeper. These feelings can be very pervasive. You know, when I realized, wow, at some point I said, oh my God, I've lived like 30 some years of my life feeling this way. And it was actually the end of a relationship. And I was so angry and I allowed it to come through me. And then I realized, wow, it's like I got a big perspective shift. I've been living my life kind of addicted to, to feeling bad or being in a place of unworthiness. And you know what's interesting there? A couple of things. First of all, what I love here is that you had that big perspective shift. So a paradigm shift and a reframing, right? Yeah. And you were able to see, oh, I don't have to live that way. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I have a choice. Oh. And then it, it does take a little bit of time to get used to that notion of, well, I have a choice. And then what's very important also is to be able to not just enact that choice, but to get comfortable with that. So that brings in the feeling work that we do in Theta Healing as well. So we will get down to the bottom beliefs. We'll get down to what is really holding us back. The big, you know, the big seed in there that's holding everything together. We'll, we'll loosen that up and bring it. But then, you know something? Well, what if I'm not used to living in this way where I don't go back to that default of masochism? Well, what is it like to feel like I've released that. What does my life look like? Can I do this in my daily life? Feeling like I can not only receive praise, but give myself praise that I'm open to that and watching as we shift, as we react and respond to different situations, which will come up naturally. We're attracting the mill because right. we're calling out, right, for validation energetically and then say to ourselves, oh, wow, I can see a change. And I love seeing this in people I work with. I love seeing this in myself. Hi guys, I'm quickly interrupting this episode to let you know that you can now support the Cosmic Chats on Patreon. Check out my page, Debbie Sugarbaker Cosmic Chats, and feel free to become a monthly donor. We so appreciate it and it helps us to keep this show going, to get this information, this wisdom, this energy out there on the waves and touching hearts and souls like yours. Thank you so much in advance and enjoy the rest of the episode. So one of the wonderful things that Debbie and I do together is we get together about once a month or so and we give each other Theta Healing sessions and they are just so illuminating and I appreciate so much your ability and your intuition as well. It's really helped me a lot to see things from a different perspective. Me too. We're touching on very deep things and I'm a big proponent supporter of people getting whatever the help you need because obviously you and I both know that people can go through like very deep traumas and stuff mm -hmm. but we wanted to present just like what's worked for us you know one way that can be another piece of your toolbox I can't recommend doing a session with with Jill enough I also ha communicated with someone because I had gone through a lot of loss which people know you know my brother and my dad in 2018 and then someone else that I was really close with and I remember and one of our sessions, I was facing a big stressor and it was kind of shocking. And in the session, you know, you connected with somebody and you used the exact words that she used to say to me. And I was shocked. Theta Healing, we can change belief systems and feeling states, but there's a lot more to it. I mean, there's, you talk about seven planes of existence and mm -hmm. you can communicate with 
plants, with cool. mineral kingdom, with animals, with mm-hmm. souls who have passed on. You can do manifestation readings. You don't necessarily need to come with a big drama. I mean, that's right. a great lesson for me to learn. Absolutely. <laughs> with all that yeah. Scorpio masochism, I can live without the drama. For some of us, that can be really uncomfortable, especially if you've been through traumatic experiences. You can be like, wait, when's the shoe going to drop? Or for me, I found oh. because I'd been with my dad through his death process to the end, a few people, and then my brother. And so it was like, afterwards, I think I just took me a long time to even find my footing again in this yeah. realm. Yeah. But at the same time, I realized that I had a lot of unconscious, I wasn't necessarily aware of it, but fears of loss. And I remember a year, about a year and a half ago, I was in, out in the nature with my dog and I didn't even want him off the leash. You know, I was like, no, yeah. no don't let him off the leash. And then right. this year I, I had him on the beach, like off the leash. And I said, wow, it's like a huge change for me. Wonderful example. And what I love about that example is we really find these beautiful gifts, you know, these moments of insight where we go, oh my goodness. I feel better. I feel like I've healed, you know, I feel like I've healed a bit, a lot, you know, whatever it is in those moments, like you were able to say, okay, my dog can go on the beach. I'm good with this. Doesn't that feel great? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Without this like panic in my, in my chest base. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting because we think that the situations are the things that we need to control. Like if I can just control my dog, then I'm not going to feel this panic inside. No, the panic came from other situations. And so over this last year and year, it was probably a year and a half, I did all of these things and different healing modalities and a lot of theta healing. And I just really found myself in a different place with that. Yes. And what a, what a wonderful feeling, right? Where you, you look and you look out at life and you feel where you are in the moment with gratitude you know, and also feeling that you can handle whatever comes. We're human beings. We're going to go through all kinds of experiences, all kinds of joys, all kinds of setbacks. It's the way it is. And if we can set out to learn from all of them and be in this place of feeling as safe as we possibly can in ourselves, of trusting ourselves, of trusting our bodies to show us when we need to take a little bit of a breather and take a look at what's going on so that we can, let's say, maybe reset or reposition ourselves, we get into this place of real self-trust where we say, you know what? No matter what happens, I can handle it. I can yeah. handle it. And I then can. what we often notice is things start to get calmer. We don't need all that drama. We're not inviting that drama, right? Yes, exactly. Really a lot of drama is very often something that shows us that we're not, if we're engaging in it, we need all this upheaval. There's something in us that needs upheaval. Yeah. Right? And when we heal, we need less and less drama. Exactly. For example, I found that like I had this thing with people, with my boundaries. It's almost like I... There was a part of me that didn't want to have boundaries because I would feel other people's, whether it was jealousy or uncomfortability or however their reaction was to me. And I would want to ameliorate that by somehow letting them just kind of do what they want at me. Yeah. Right. So uh, that was a big, another big release. I don't know if that can help anybody, but to be aware of the things that are kind of floating in our energy field. First of all, to know that we have an energy field. And just at that point, I wanted to share, like there's different books that I read and tap into, like the Theta Healing. This is a level two book. So if you wanted to get into Theta Healing, it's maybe not an introduction, but it's beautiful to learn more about getting in and digging into belief systems that we have. This is Panash Desai. He talks a lot about vibration and the things that we hold vibrationally in our energy field. And then, of course, Joe Dispenza. Mm. It's so easy to get kind of pulled into the illusion that the physicality is all there is. Yeah. And so just to remind ourselves, like, wait a second, and to open that curiosity, there's something bigger going on here. What is this trying to teach me? And to okay. remember, like we said in the beginning, that there is this benign, beautiful, divine intelligence that is encouraging me, me or you, whoever you are, you precious soul, this, this beautiful divine intelligence is wanting you to become the best version of yourself. And sometimes if we can't be in that place of self-trust, maybe we can at least do a theta healing session and just get into a place where we can have believe that there is a benevolent force in the universe, you know, and just walk out in nature and see something beautiful. Sometimes in order to really get something to stick, you need to work on it or immerse yourself in that vibration. You Mm -hmm. know, if you are 
putting something in a dye and coloring it, you need to soak it a few times in order for it to mm-hmm. really soak in, you know, the beautiful colors if it's a garment or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that analogy. Yeah, for sure. If I may, there's one thing I wanted to add about the Joe Dispenza books and his yeah. approach. What I love about Joe Dispenza, and this is very, very much in, in line with Theta Healing, is what he brings into our awareness is that spirituality isn't woo-woo, you know? He actually grounds it in science. So believing in this benevolent energy, having, you know, the feeling of healing and expansion is really our right as a human being. And what I love about his work is that he brings forward a scientific basis for connectivity, connectivity with you know, let's call it the divine, the universe with Joe Dispenza's work, he actually refers to the quantum field. So this is astrophysics. So when we do our meditation in a little bit, when we go up to what's called the seventh plane in theta healing, I mean, seventh plane is another term for the quantum field, for the universe, for source, for light, for God, for example, we use creator in theta healing. And what I love is that it's so inclusive, right? That's so wonderfully inclusive. It's so inclusive. Yes. I agree with you. It's very powerful. And again, if people just want to check out the books, discover your soul signature, especially for tackling the things that we spoke about today, fear, shame, Panache really does a great job with that. And Joe Dispenza and then the Theta Healing books, which I I suggest that you take a Theta Healing course, because when you take the course, you really get a, a whole different experience. And I think Theta Healing in general is very experiential. You can learn from a book, but to really take a course with others and to be able to practice on each other and to it really gets you into a different vibe and you're kind of living your life in a different way because you you realize thank you so much Simmons. thank you for sharing the novo healing you you realize oh a situation occurs and you're like oh what belief created this and how can i create something else right. instead of yeah. maybe what it used to be is i have to react to the situation or right. i don't react to the situation and i suppress no whoa, what did I create today? Let's recreate this. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. And I think it's worth mentioning too, that when we're in fight or flight, so when we are in crisis, when we're upset, you know, when we feel paralyzed, what the heck is happening here? There's no creativity there. And that's physiology. That's nature. That's science. Our bodies and our minds are going to close into, I need to get out of here or I need to fight. That's it. There's no room for anything else. Once we start to heal, once we start to settle, once we are able to get into a place where we can really, truly feel safe, we get to create. And what you were just talking about is creation, right? We get to create our lives. We get to see all those possibilities that are out there waiting for us. We get to call those forward to us and we get to choose. So we get to really pave the pathway for ourselves and to align with others. And this is the wonderful thing with community that is wanting to do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Another one would be like, sometimes you find yourself like thinking or having a situation with a certain person or somebody from the past is almost like there's strings attached and people do all this cord cutting. And sometimes you do have pieces of your soul, soul fragments that are with that individual and they may have some of yours. And say to healing, we can do stuff like returning the soul fragments and working on all of these different things that we go through as human beings. You know, everybody has situations where they can't stop thinking about somebody or something that happened in the past. But sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, you know, because I had like four years where I was dealing with a lot of grief and loss and this. And I said like, oh, well, did I miss my chance at my own life? Did I put myself on hold? Then get into feelings of regret and stuff like this, other stuff that I've had to work through that holds me back from living the vibration and calling in what I want to call in right now, because I, I can't let go of, well, why didn't that happen? Or why didn't that work out? Right, exactly. And having these feelings of, again, that kind of goes back to control where it's like, well, I've got to work this out, you know, I mean, so why did this not happen? Now I have to make this happen. And we're not in flow. When we're there, we're just battling, right? We're battling, we're stuck in regret. It's kind of like a heaviness. It's there's a fear there. Well, what if I continue to miss out? Right. And so here, allowing for ourselves again to come into that position of observer and take a look down and see this storm from, you know, a different perspective from, let's say, a bird's eye view and go, oh, but look at everything that's around the storm. There's there's stuff over there that seems like it's functioning properly and this is in my life. So how about we lift all this, get get in and, 
you know, understand and release process. So when we go back to feelings, when we have these recurrent situations in our lives, when we go back to grief, back, well, we're stuck. We're stuck, right? So that's where we want to be able to come out of being stuck and get into creativity and move on, move ahead. Beautiful. First of all, let me just say that you're, I love your theta meditation. Everybody has like a different, there's obviously a way that we go into theta. There's certain things that you do, but I really appreciate the way that you do it, particularly. Obviously, it's like a lot of things in, in life. Each one of us brings our own flair. So right. I'm excited to do this meditation because there's a, a huge element of, of safety. So shall we do a, a session? Yes, we'll do the seventh plane meditation, which is how we learn as burgeoning theta healers to really come into the theta state. And I chose to use this to engage with my clients in every session, starting out this way. And I love it. A lot of information comes through intuitively. It's going to take us up to the seventh plane, another term for, again, source the universe, the quantum field. So shall we? Shall we begin? It's going to take for those of you out there, it's probably going to take about 10 minutes, just so you know. And it is just a, a, a lovely experience. I just wanted to briefly interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee. That's at D-E-B-B-I-E-S-U-G-A-R-B. There, you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or to sign up for a one-on-one Theta Healing session with me. So I'm going to ask everyone to close their eyes. This helps for us to really come into ourselves, to focus inward and to settle into ourselves, into the moment. And what I'd like to do is ask everyone to take that first full breath right in. We're going to do a little deep inhalation. Taking that first full breath right in, filling those lungs and exhaling slowly, surely, evenly through your mouth, sinking into that seat that you're in, taking that next full breath right in, and this time imagining that it's your heart doing the breathing, that in fact your heart is breathing in, taking that nourishment, taking that light, taking all that is good right to its core. With your next intake of breath, imagining that your heart lights up into a beautiful ball of white light. This gorgeous ball of white luminosity. And with your next intake of breath, nudging that ball of white light downward. Downward, past the soles of your feet. Traveling now, slowly but surely, down towards the center of the earth. Taking in all the wisdom, the knowledge, and the feelings of settledness that every layer of the earth provides to us. And now alighting gently at the center of the earth, feeling that soft earth beneath our feet and allowing for ourselves to take a little look around. Feels nice and cool down here, fresh. Waking up a little bit, feeling every cell of our bodies wake up and pay attention. Now taking a look over towards the right and seeing a doorway open and watching as Mother Nature herself appears inviting us in. Come on in. I'm so happy to see all of you, she says. What a wonderful thing to come together and to join in light, in healing, in possibility, in wisdom. Take a seat and join me. Imagine all of us sitting around Mother Nature in a circle. She's presenting herself as if she were almost a kindergarten teacher. There's a warmth and this beautiful maternal energy coming from her. She's just so happy to see and to feel all of this wish for joining for potential for healing collectively. Let's see what we have for you here. 
let's see about all the possibilities that are going to open up for every one of you. Feeling your bodily sensations now as we continue with our meditation. Paying attention to what shows up for you. Inviting any form of communication from your soul. Visualizations, a word, a song, a taste even, a thought. Paying attention to and having gratitude for these feelings, words, thoughts. And here we go. I can't wait to see what you all come up with, she says. So now moving towards her doorway with thanks, should we choose to give it to her? We're going to set our gaze back up towards the surface of the earth and move up slowly, bringing all of this curiosity, bringing this feeling of joy, discovery with us. Let's see what there is for us. See what the universe has for us. Moving up now past the soles of our feet and bringing up that curiosity, bringing up that feeling of anticipation. Up past our ankles, past our knees, our fingertips, our elbows, our shoulders, our noses, and right up through the crowns of our heads. Now nudging our chin upward in our mind's eye and taking a good look at this beautiful ball of white light. This is the white light of our consciousness. This is our essence. Watching as it expands. Watching as it becomes even brighter. Now nudging this upward through the roof of your home or your office or your car right up into the sky, taking a look down and imagining that we were light as birds, being amazed at the glory and the beauty of nature and of this earth, feeling so lucky that we are here in this moment, moving upward still and past the edges of our atmosphere and right up into our solar system, really being drawn to the sun, to its light, to its constancy, even in the night we know that the sun will reappear. There is something very special about this knowledge, this understanding. A new day will always alight. Moving upward still now and past the edges of our known universe and right up through layers of dim light and now entering through into this gorgeous, vast expanse of white light, feeling cleansed and invigorated letting go of any concerns that you may have for your day, really being present here in this light and now moving up even further through more layers of dim light, which are simply the layers of light in between these two vast bands of white light coming right into this second layer of white light and feeling ready, feeling strong, feeling rooted, moving upward now even further and right up through these three golden bands of yellow light. Imagine the yellow light of a gorgeous sunset. Here we are in the fifth plane, as it is known in Theta Healing. This is the energy and the vibration of the angels of our ascended masters. This is such love. This is a place where guidance is always available. We have, each of us, our own support network in angelic form, in the form of higher wisdom, in the form of light. It's always available. Thank you for this opportunity to become known, they say, as we move even further up. And now into this very interesting energy, the thick jelly-like substance that we find ourselves entering into, full of numbers, letters, symbols, iridescent colors everywhere. This is the energy, the vibration of the laws of the universe. And what is coming forward here for all of us is communion, the law of connectivity. All of us coming together with good intention, with gratitude and enjoy. Now moving upward even still into this beautiful pink mist. And this is the energy of full compassion. Here, allowing for ourselves to feel truly buoyant, to be suffused with unconditional love, to feel deserving of this love, 
And now for the final leg of our journey, moving upward through an open doorway that appears right above us. And moving towards it, slowly gliding over the threshold and becoming one with this incredible, vast expanse of white pearlescent light. This energy of full love, of acceptance, a place where we are seen and known and loved for who we are. All of us here being invited to take a seat, breathing in this air, taking it in, becoming one with this light, looking down at our toes, our fingers, our legs, our arms, and watching as they become this white light. We are this light. And here we are in the seventh plane, in the quantum field where everything is possible, where everything is possible. I would be so curious to know how everyone feels in this wonderful place. And I truly hope that you enjoyed that and felt that wonderful lightening of soul and spirit. I always feel so much lighter when I do that meditation. I'm here and I'm feeling like I just got the word like productivity. Mm. Like So maybe we can do a download that I know what it feels like. Something around productivity. Yes. Productive and joyful in work. Yes, yes. Are you going to lead that download? No, I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see what comes through. So let's go back to this thought, this notion that's being presented to all of us that everything is possible. So whatever we dream of, let's say in our work life, we can have it. Why not? Being able to engage again here with our creativity, with the spark of joy that comes into the idea that we can create something that will actually exist in some form, some media that is so inspiring to ourselves and potentially to others. And what's beautiful about any form of creativity, of art, of even producing something that might seem kind of dry and boring, like, I don't know, manual to how to operate a fridge, is... We've put our light into it, right? We have used words that might inspire others. We've chosen these largely unconsciously. And that's what I love when we come into this place of really feeling connectivity with our creativity. We get inspired. And so we move towards words, drawings, media that is best or that are best going to express our signature and What's wonderful about that is our signature has this vibration to it and it invites others to come and take a look, to be curious and say, let's see what this is all about. What does she have to say? Hmm. You know, all right, let's move up and out into inspiration and understanding that as we work, as we produce, as we move towards really synthesizing our desires, our wishes, into what we choose to produce, we are really living, right? We are living, we are living into our potential. We are living into being able to connect with others who are interested in the same goals. But even better than that, we are living into inspiring others that may never have been interested in this subject at all. So they might even come into, let's say, a waiting room somewhere and they pick up some book that someone has left behind. And they open it up and they think to me, well, what is this manual on how to operate a fridge doing on this waiting room? But you know what? They open it up and something in there is going to touch them. Something which seems to be random, seemingly random things, all the serendipity of life. And this is really what we are being invited to open ourselves up to, to be able to invite happy events, happy surprises, to be able to not look at work as, oh my gosh, it's a chore where I wasn't as productive as I wanted to be today, inviting surprises and being able to look back at ourselves at the end of the day and go, oh my goodness, well, you know what? If I had sat down and forced myself, I might've been done by lunchtime, but I just allowed for myself to flow. So let's download and instill that we know what it feels like to flow into creativity, into productivity, to be curious about it, to really 
feel at home with it. That this is safe and possible, that we are all worthy and deserving, and that we know how to be productive in this wonderfully easy way every single day. That, in fact, there is an essence of rest to this. We can rest because we know it's coming. So let's download and instill this on every level, to every cell of our bodies, for our highest and best goods, in the highest and best way, with ease, grace, and flow. And if you would like all of this, each one of you say yes out loud or in your minds, and it will be yours. And can we pull any beliefs? This is what came in. was like any beliefs that like work is drudgery or work is miserable or (laughs) any any work is heavy, responsibility is heavy. Uh Is it okay if we can release those beliefs? Yes, let's do that. So let's pull, cancel, release, resolve, and dissolve any beliefs that we may have that work is hard, that work is drudgery, that work is going to weigh us down, that work is going to make us really tired. That we're not going to have any energy for anything else except for work, that we can't see past work, that we are dependent entirely on work, that this is our only purpose. Let's pull all of that, all of the heaviness and all of the limitations that go with those beliefs, again, on every level, from every cell in our bodies, from every aspect of our auric field for our highest and best good and the highest, best and healthiest way and also with ease, grace, and flow. Let's do this. Should you want all these things, say yes, either out loud or in your minds, and feel the shifting in your bodies and in your souls. And then I also received, like, to download that the creator's highest perspective understanding of of work and focus and productivity. Okay. So let's download and instill... Creators, the universes, the quantum fields, highest and best definition, understanding, and perspective on productivity, on stepping into ourselves, into our purpose, being invigorated by it, lighting up through our work, coming into this deep connectivity with the collective, with those around us that we can see in our own chosen fields, or even those that we've never met. Strangers on the other side of the earth that may be inspired by this vibration. Also, downloading that work is easy, that it is effortless. So let's download this definition, this perspective on productivity, so that all of your definition and understanding of productivity is one and the same as the universe's bringing you up into this place of feeling ease and flow and inspiration. If you would like all of this, again, say yes. Yes. I'm feeling a lot of movement. I'm feeling a lot of inspiration. I'm feeling like people are getting pens and pads out and getting ideas and <laughs> yeah, thinking of what they'd like to look into or getting going really is what I'm feeling. Yeah. And one more download that came through was, can you download that and know what it feels like to enjoy being me? Because mm-hmm. I know that like sometimes in work situations, if I enjoy being me, then no matter what I'm doing, I enjoy because I'm being who I am. Absolutely. So this comes into this really deep love for ourselves, which is one of the, I think, main goals, I think, of a human being. This is probably an unconscious goal is to be really able to come into ourselves to be able to trust ourselves, to be able to love ourselves, what we do. Let's download and instill that it is safe for us to be ourselves, that it is easy for us to be ourselves, to know ourselves, to explore ourselves, to accept ourselves, and that we know how to do this every day, that it's possible, and that we are all worthy and deserving of being ourselves, as showing up in the world as ourselves not necessarily needing to fit into any situation, but showing up as ourselves. So this ties into being brave, but more than anything else, it ties into being authentic and to trust, to trusting ourselves, our essence, our motivations, to trusting in the love that the universe has for us as well. And that the universe really wants us to show up, to show up in life, 
to really be seen and heard and that we all have something incredible to give, to speak, to write. All of us have something incredibly special that's either waiting to be discovered or waiting to be expanded on, waiting to be expanded on. Get it up and out there. Somebody wants to hear it. And you know what? Probably a lot of people want to hear it. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I think there are a lot of downloads still coming in for you, eh? Yeah, maybe just to the one that came through was like that, that I know what it feels like to be playful and to... And to have fun. That work uh, can be fun, right? Yeah, work can be fun. I have some beliefs that like of seriousness. I have to be serious in order to be... <laughs> yeah. That kind of goes back to childhood, eh? When you're being reprimanded for having a little fun in the classroom. Yeah. I personally don't think I learned anything less by having a little fun in the classroom and passing notes. I don't think I learned anything less. I think fun is good. Uh, you know, can't be, it can't be all fun. Like as in, I was going to say, it can't be all fun in games, but you know what? Maybe it can. Look at that. Isn't that, that's an old. How to be fun up. and focused. Yes. Yeah. How, Playful how and fun. focused. Absolutely. So let's download that. So that let's download the belief that it is possible and safe to be fun and focused at the same time. And that we can focus ourselves on our intention and be productive while having fun that this invites creativity, this invites us to maybe think outside of the box and that there's all sorts of wonderful inspiration that comes out for us to play with when we engage in fun, that we know what this feels like, that we give ourselves permission to have fun while we work and in life in general, and that we know how to laugh and really laugh, deep belly laugh. So let's download that this is safe possible for everyone and that it's happening now in the highest and best way, and that we are all worthy and deserving, that we know what it feels like. Let's do this. Say yes if this is something. Yes. I got to tell you, I have a ton of fun when I do the, when I practice data healing. I mean, we get into some pretty, pretty, you know, deep stuff, sometimes some harrowing tales. And I am always so amazed at people's courageousness, at their own curiosity, at their own willingness to able to feel better to move forward. And I love the look on their faces when a, a session is complete and they're literally glowing. Yes. And sometimes they will even say, you know what, like, I really actually enjoyed that. I think we, we often feel like the process of healing is like painful, yeah. it be painful. but actually right. it can be fun. Totally. So should we do a final uh, energy cleanse or is it finished? Or? Yeah. So why don't we all rinse ourselves off? Why don't we do that? So let's imagine ourselves standing underneath this, really beautiful light waterfall light soft water the feeling of this water is light it's clearing and cleansing us it's invigorating us it's really allowing for us to have taken in everything that came up for us today to process in the highest and best way to be able to come into our own understanding of everything we have learned today and to release ourselves from any concerns that we may have that we're not moving forward in life. Just by you all being here, you're moving forward in life, moving forward, moving ahead. So rinsing ourselves off fully, completely. And if your eyes are closed, just opening them right up and just rejoining. And yeah. Thank you. So Thank powerful. You. I got like a vision. There was a movie with, I think it was Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. Anyway, and I know also like in, in those big companies, like in the Silicon Valley, uh, Facebook, Google, you know, there and other, many other companies, corporate, that they try to create, like there was like a period of time where everyone was really trying to create these like very fun work cultures because yes. they thought that people are more productive. I'm sure there's a lot of studies that I didn't do the research on before this, but that people are more productive when they feel happy and connected with themselves and that they can, you know, have different amenities. So it's interesting Absolutely. because those, those huge companies are doing that for their employees. And for those of us who work from home, which I do, it's important to remember that. So you don't feel like everything is, or in general, just in life, even if you're not working, even if you're, of course it is being a mother at home because that's work also and oh my goodness. it's like the hardest work but to make I sure that we give ourselves <laughs> yeah. yeah those things that yeah. make it fun you know yeah Google's doing it 
we can do it for ourselves, right? That's right. That's right. And can I, as we close, I, I think, I hope I make y'all laugh. So I, I haven't actually been to a movie theater, but probably a lot of us haven't, you know, through COVID in a long time. And the last movie I just saw not too long ago was Top Gun, the new, the Maverick. Okay. Mm. So there's this one scene in that movie where they reprise an old scene in the original where the team of pilots, they're all playing on the beach. They're playing football on the beach. And then one of the higher ups comes over and says, Hey, you know, what are you doing? You're supposed to be working. And Tom Cruise, you know, the hero, he says, this is work. This is us coming in together as a team, joining together. This is producing a better outcome. So I love that just came into my mind as we were talking because there is that little, little bit of defiance maybe, which I kind of like where it was just like, you know what, beat it. I know what I'm doing and everybody, we all know what we're doing. Let's just do it with more ease, grace, and flow. Let's trust ourselves more and let's allow ourselves to have more fun. Beautiful. And, and just sending everybody so much light and joy. And I've been in times where people tell me that I'm like, be joyful. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> because I was going through really heavy stuff. And so people yeah. trying to tell me that stuff. And if you're in that place, then I highly suggest reach out and find things that can help you to move through those vibrations And Mm -hmm. one of them is baby healing. I highly recommend a session with Jill. They're so powerful. And to do one-on-one and to see what comes through for you, you know, in the theta state or to present and to take one of your situations through with her. And she's highly trained. There's a lot of training that goes into digging, working through fears, working through resentments, working through regret. You know, all of the things that seem to hold us back, they also give us some benefit. That's one of the things that we learn. So what if I, if I have a resentment against something, I may be learning something from that or a situation that is not good. So it's teaching me different lessons. And it's really powerful to be able to work with those lessons and receive the lessons and then release the situation. But she's trained in how to ask the right questions to, to get you there. So check out her website. It's bloomenergyhealing.com. And if you mentioned that you heard this cosmic chat, she will give you a 10% rebate after you sign up for a session. And do you do one hour sessions or do you do half hour or? I, the initial session would be an hour and a half. And then from then on sessions are an hour. Now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're an hour. So it gives you the time to kind of de- delve Definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, I always feel like it's, uh, you know, definitely not been an hour. Like, what, how long have we spent? It felt like a couple of minutes, you know, because we get so deeply into into the work, which again, you know, just shows that it's fun. Like, fun. even though sometimes we're, we're yeah, you know, I had a client yesterday who was really first time and she was a little concerned, well, you know, I'm a little afraid of this. Let's try it out. You know what, we'll go into it gently, see how you feel. You tell me how you feel every step of the way came so far. You know, and in the end, she had such a, such a smile on her face and she was like, I can't believe I actually enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I'm so yes, happy. An hour, an hour yeah. is the normal session. And I work on zoom by phone or in person. If you happen to live in or around Toronto, come and see me. Okay. Amazing. I remember one of the sessions we happened to have already set the date. And then, you know, I had kind of a big blow in, in with something in my life. And I was like super emotional and kind of not yet accepting the situation yet. And I remember we did the session. And then at the end, someone came through and said something like in the words that only she knew. And I was like, wow, it gave me so much certainty and clarity that I could tackle this situation also. So you never know. I wouldn't have thought that 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 would be kind of like the thing that I needed to, to move forward and kind of pull myself up and say, you know what, Debbie, you can do this. But that's how it works. And that's how the divine works. It works just like we said in the beginning with your brother, you know, and that you found Theta healing oh, a couple of days before. And absolutely. You know? Honest to God, thank him because he had already passed by then and I didn't know. And I'm quite convinced that, you know, I was led into this direction by his yeah. energy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. So beautiful. So just reminding everybody that there is this beautiful force and we're all part of something much bigger and sending you a lot of love. Thank you so much for watching and for joining us. Reach out to Jill. Reach out to myself. We would love to work with you. Thank you so very much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Debbie. I truly hope that this episode nourished your spirit and or opened you to a deeper level of connection or a higher perspective. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and leave me a review. I appreciate your support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and I'll add it to my story. 
Until next time, be well, take care. Lots of love, magic, joy, opportunities, and blessing always. Bye-bye. Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.